dust we've come and dust we are Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. We have begun Lent. It is Ash Wednesday, the beginning of a season that if we are open to it, will be incredibly meaningful. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. The tradition of ashes as a sign of penitence predates Jesus. In the Old Testament, Job repents in dust and ashes, and there are other associations of ashes and repentance in Esther, Samuel, Isaiah, Jeremiah. The book of Daniel connects fasting to ashes. And some scholars believe this is the origin of the Lenten practice. And the first Ash Wednesday was likely sometime in the 10th century. For dust you are, and dust you shall return. Genesis 3.19 Throughout its history, receiving the ashes, the imposition of the ashes on our foreheads to begin the season of Lent were one of the first things you would do on that day so that you would have them on your head the entire day rather than just a few hours before bed, which is kind of what we would end up doing at our parish. So today we begin once again to enter into the deep wilderness of Lent. We'll begin the journey by accepting ashes as a sign of our frailty and mortality. The following six weeks are set apart for followers of Jesus to really focus on their inner experience and relationship with God, this deep communion. It is not always what we make it out to be. Sometimes it is more beautiful, and sometimes it is perhaps a melancholy or maybe more ordinary than we believe. It's a time to courageously abandon what you think we already know and cast away our comforts, maybe our comfortable certainties that we cling to, that we have become so dependent on. And speaking of mysteries from this past Sunday on the Transfiguration, resting in the I don't know if we dare. For the next six weeks, allow ourselves to be uncomfortable in the mystery and even paradox 
that we may encounter, especially in a time of excess insight and information. Lent is connected to 40 days of fasting that Jesus undergoes, seen in Mark and Matthew and Luke. We refrain from our hallelujahs, our hallelujahs during Lent. Most of us refrain from other things during the season. And Lent is what it looks like to be present, to simplify, to live here and now. Only in the present moment can we find an awareness, a full awareness that we live in a Christ-drenched world. As Father Richard Rohr once said, these are signs, wonders, and reminders all around us. If we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, Wilderness is usually a foreign landscape for many of us. Unless you've been there, you truly may not know its benefits. Once there, you may realize that you can't tame it. You can only befriend it. And like Jesus, you've probably been compelled to come back to it on occasion. See, our solitude is different than our isolation. Jesus sought solitude to listen, to see, to contemplate, to be. For sin isn't the centerpiece during this season. It is Christ, always. The good news is about Christ's undoing of death. We know the fuller picture. It is the hope that our weaknesses aren't the end. So Jesus' 40 days of fasting in the wilderness was a rejection of the influence and provision of Satan. Darkness, all of evil. Living into our own wilderness is absolutely imperative to our growth. Without it, we walk about unaware, untethered, and perhaps unbalanced. The word reward from the gospel today 
doesn't mean how it sounds. It is meant as an impartation, something given for our good and probably for the good of those around us. That's typically how God works. It may not seem that we live in a world that is Christ-drenched, but it may be that we have become spiritually dulled, sight being dimmed and hearing being dampened. Just as we profess that from dust we came and to dust we shall return, Lent is an invitation to embrace the dust, the dirt, mourning and grieving, and looking forward in hope of the resurrection. As we will on Sunday, we will look at the bright sadness, as Shimon said. The ash we are using for our ashes on this time are from the palm branches that we waved last Palm Sunday. An illustration that something once lived, once living, has purpose even when it's expired. To embrace the dust is to let go, opening ourselves to an awareness that Christ is with us in the void and want as well as in the fullness in plenty. So now, we refrain and bury our processions and celebrations and our hallelujahs until Resurrection Sunday. I want to end with the collect of the ashes. For those of you listening, may it be a call into keeping a holy Lent. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and repentance, that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.